It's Wednesday, March 23rd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The battle for the southern port city of Mariupol, Ukraine intensified Tuesday, with fleeing civilians describing Russian and Ukrainian forces locked in street-by-street warfare through the city's downtown as Moscow's airstrikes gutted entire neighborhoods. Nearly a month after Russia invaded Ukraine, it is on the verge of taking Mariupol in what would be the first major city to fall under its control. Hundreds of people from Mariupol now arrive daily in Zaporizhia in a grim procession of cars with shattered windshields and shrapnel damage, speaking to the ordeal endured by their passengers. The wider battle lines across Ukraine have shifted little in recent days. Ukrainian forces said they are regaining ground in some areas, while Russia's defense ministry said Tuesday its troops had made progress battling for towns along its lines of attack. Ukraine President Volodymyr Zelensky maintained his busy schedule of trying to rally international support on Tuesday, speaking with the Pope and separately the Italian parliament. In financial news, U.S. stocks rose and government bond yields jumped as investors shook off concerns that rising inflation will drag the nation's economy into a recession. Tuesday's moves had all three U.S. indices up at least 2.6% for the month so far, building on last week's gains. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 254 points, the S&P 500 climbed 50 points, and the Nasdaq Composite closed at 14,108, up 270 points. The stock benchmarks closed lower on Monday after Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said the central bank was prepared to raise interest rates in half-percentage-point steps if needed to tamp down inflation. By Tuesday morning, though, investors were interpreting Mr. Powell's comments as a vote of confidence in the economy's outlook. Oil price rose, then fell, then reversed twice more. Futures for Brent crude, the international benchmark, fell 0.1% to $115.48 a barrel. Around the world, an assailant killed four people and seriously injured two others in southern Israel Tuesday, stabbing several people and ramming his car into a cyclist in one of the deadliest suspected terrorist attacks against Israelis in recent years. The assailant, who was identified as an Arab Bedouin in his 30s from a town in southern Israel, was known to security forces, Israeli police said. Israel's police commissioner, Kobe Shabtai, described the incident as a terrorist attack but didn't explain the attacker's motivation. The attack comes at a time of increasing tension between Israelis and Palestinians in the West Bank and Jerusalem. As the Muslim holy month of Ramadan approaches, Israeli security services are worried about the possibility of a larger escalation. Palestinian assailants also carried out stabbings in Jerusalem on Saturday against a civilian jogger and again on Sunday against two policemen, though neither incident resulted in fatal injuries. Back in the U.S., the U.S. and U.K. struck a trade accord Tuesday that will remove U.S. tariffs on British steel and aluminum, while the U.K. will lift levies on American whiskey, motorcycles, and tobacco. Biden administration officials said the agreement with the U.K. will allow the U.K. to ship historically-based sustainable volumes of steel and aluminum products to the U.S. without levies imposed under the former Trump administration. In exchange, the U.K. will lift retaliatory tariffs on more than $500 million worth of U.S. exports to the U.K., including distilled spirits, farm products, and consumer goods. And... One person was killed and more than two dozen were injured when tornadoes tore through parts of Texas and Oklahoma 
damaging a school, homes, and businesses before the storm system continued its destructive path Tuesday into Louisiana and Mississippi. High winds uprooted trees in Ridgeland, Mississippi as a possible tornado passed the Jackson area city Tuesday afternoon, but there were no immediate reports of any injuries or serious damage to buildings. Weather forecasters issued multiple tornado warnings for Mississippi, and alerts spread into Alabama as the line of storms moved eastward. More than 90,000 homes and businesses were left without power from Texas to Mississippi. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.